and welcome to a very trained episode of the Pinnix Podcast. Episode number 117, I'm the host, Angelo. I'm back with the usual suspects this week, Mr. Will. Why am I a suspect? You're always suspect, dude. I claim I had no happenings to do with whatever the fuck I'm called here for. You know you did it. You're the no. reason Baltimore's going crazy right now. No, I have been watching The Wire currently with that. It's kind of odd time. You know what's sad is, like, I, I tweeted it out yesterday, and I felt kind of bad that I did it. I was like, does anybody else want to see The Wire back now? Because it would be so good. <laughs> I mean, I, like I said, I'm, I'm actively watching The Wire on, on right now as, as this is happening. I just think it's kind of hilarious. Yeah, a new season of it, though, with all this shit going on with Glory. Yeah, bring it back. I'm so selfish. There's, like, real problems, and I'm like, I want my TV. <laughs> It's not even TV, it's HBO. Right. Uh, oh, and Mike's here, too. I'm the actual culprit. Will is innocent. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> <Atta> boy. <laughs> I, I brought him up well. You got a fall, man. That's, that's all you've ever wanted. Oh, he used to be the fall guy. Uh, so, magic happens, kid. Um, I don't know if you guys took any time to watch the SCG Open. A couple things happened there, but mainly uh, there was a couple of, like, decent decks that popped up. I kind of wanted to go over because I thought this was kind of interesting. Okay, fuck y'all. Leave me hanging. I don't care. What do you want me to say? <laughs> I don't know. I I didn't do that. I worked on my car. It sucked. I guess what I have to do this week is work on my stuff. fuck car. <laughs> okay, so, like, Ban Heroic wins this thing. Awesome. Uh, piloted by Ross Miriam. That guy's really good. Right. Um, yep. Which is a big reason why I think this deck was the winner. I, I think it had less to do with the actual deck itself. Yeah, I mean, well, it's it's a deck that can be piloted to a, a level of near faction, and this is a guy who's just better than the rest of the guys in the room of Magic at the start of the game. Level. Yeah, he has added the uh, two monastery mentors to his list. Yeah, a little bit of late impact. Right. It actually did pop up a lot on coverage. Yeah, it did. At least the games I watched. Yeah, it helped a lot. I mean, he's getting a lot wider now with that. And a wider board. Right, as long as you're not seeing, like, an anger of the gods coming. Like, that's a solid card. Well, I mean, especially post-board, like, if they don't see it in game one, um, you know, they see you stack things on one target, and they bring in their spot removal, and then you have, all of a sudden, the Monastery Mentor draw, and it's, like, a totally different problem. Right. It's like, not only am I keeping this Monastery Mentor with that god's willing, I'm also getting a dude. Yeah, and, like, mm-hmm. every single prowess token is a is an act press deck. Yeah. yeah, it is. I mean, you can slap an ordeal on anything, it becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. Although, when you have a monastery mentor, I think you just keep slapping ordeals on it. That seems correct. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, that was really the only real tech in his deck whatsoever. He is running, you know, only one bottle, battle-wise, not bottle, duh. Battle-wise, hop. That's, that's pretty odd. That is odd, yeah, a little odd. Uh, four yeah. Seekers. I mean, he's... Kind of switch things up to Lagana Band Trailblazers to, to, you know, jump out with. Yeah, he cares about the one drops a lot more than he cares about the quality two drops. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I agreed. I don't know, Seeker, uh, the, with Mono Red on its little uprise that it had for a week. And Green Red Dragons also caring about life totals quite a bit. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Seeker's a good call there. I, mm-hmm. I have no real major complaint with that. Um, Interesting build of it. He played it to near perfection, like, you know, Will. Uh, sort of alluded to there. He is good. He's man. Tell you what, I wish I was Rossmere. Right. Uh, one island side because he knows. What the fuck? They, okay. All right. They just they they finished them in the wrong order here. Ha ha. So he played against Gfabs, who was on Esper Dragons. That seems like a good fit. Uh, this guy who's been playing Bonkers Nuts Control, playing the best control deck. Yeah. Although, yeah. oh no, he played him in the semis. My bad. He actually he played against Ross Miriam. Mm. Or against, uh, <laughs> yeah, against Brad Fallon. 
That was in the yeah, finals. Yeah, that is right. He did play Brad Bauer because that was the kid in the orange shirt. And that was the finals, yeah. So who did he play in the quarterfinals? Uh, let's see here. So I just want to look over Brad Fallon's deck real quick, see if it's anything different. Dragon! Right? A den protector in a deck without. It's just a singleton. It's just to get back my... Yes. You're a dragon to get back yeah. my dragon. Yeah, it's just a value card. You know, it, it does help hide the Ashbob Edicts a little bit. Mm-hmm. He does have two Ashbob Venus deck. That's, I mean, that's kind of kind of something in the back four Thunder Brace. Yeah, I think they were mostly like running it one as a one-of. Yeah. Just dudes. I mean, it's a, it's a green-red dragon list. It is. Yeah. And then... It looks uh, like he cut one Crater's Claws for the Ashbob Roast for the Den Protector and Ashbob, I think. Wasn't the spells normally four roars, three claws, and three roasts? I don't know. You got I don't me. know that the deck has been around long enough to have prototypes. Well, I'm trying to remember from the first order. Yeah, numbers are going to get tweaked. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fairly standard. Is going to it is standard. <laughs> <laughs> it's not modern. That is the obvious joke that you hear on every show. Um, uh, in third place, Cal Bobby. Yeah, that guy's also pretty good. Dark, uh, Red Lord Dragon Dark Year. Yeah, top 16. Yep. He actually, uh, the funny part was he drew, he, he ID'd in like rounds 13 and 14. Yeah, I think and then he was safe. 50, not funny. Yeah, and he wasn't safe and got knifed. not funny at all. Uh, that's that's wow, you're a mean guy. Well, it, it hadn't happened to me, so it seems. At a Pro Tour? You finished ninth whenever you ID ID'd at a Pro Tour? <laughs> hey, that means I'm at the Pro Tour, for one. And two, that means I still top 16. So, so this happened to you? No. Oh. I said it's funny because it didn't happen. Ah. Uh. Yes. Man, one warden of the first tree. Uh-huh. It, that's, it, and it actually came up. Really? Yeah, like I saw it in a few games. It's like, oh, I have this really big warden. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and it, it's got a bunch of counters. Like, wow. It's a sweet one of. Yeah. Like, the splash value is immense. Uh, Wingmate Rock is huge. Uh, Abzan is still played heavily, and Wingmate Rock is still, like, the answer to Abzan. Hmm, yeah, it, I totally believe that. It just is. It gets, uh, it's, it's in the air, it's big enough that it's hard to kill, and it flies just under, uh, Elspeth, so. Seeing Windmate Rock make a little bit of a resurgence this weekend was kinda cool. Um, it was Abzan Aggro, they're really, uh, short of the Anafenza everything, or not the Anafenza, but the Wingmate Rock and the One Warden, it, it's about a stock. Yep, Jermoka's Command has become, like, stock in the list. It's a really, really good card. It is. I can yeah. Not a whole lot of spice. Two protect, two den protectors in the sideboard for the values. Yeah. Yeah, probably uh, against the Osmond Yeah, just wear, game. wear Eternal Wits, too. Yeah, and, yeah. uh, GFAT's not on, uh, Sultai. Sultai. Yeah, I mean, he, he saw the easy control list and, you know, took, uh, took his player to it. Yeah. He does have the one other end in the main deck, which is pretty sweet. He does have two Ashiocs. I think that's Oh, two Ashrocks made it in, too? Because oh, he's been yeah. playing the yeah. playing ball. He always that, plays Ashrocks. And yeah. he did cut one Salam Guard to death in the main, too. Yeah. Three Ojitai, one Salar, two Ashiok, Ugin, three Dig, three Time, three Bobblight, three Anticipate, two Dissolve, one Dragon Lord's Prerogative, two Foul Tongue Invocation. That card is really good. That card's yeah. very, very good. Which means Crackling Doom is that much better right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Three Heroes Down, four Salam four Girl Scored, another end, two Cracks of Eight, three Bot Seas. Sideboard is a bunch of one-offs. Yeah, G-Fats yep. gets a whole deck list. Take that. That's control. <laughs> Don't he has worry. two Narsets in the sideboard. He does. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Um, Three yeah, something. But yeah, two two Dragon Lords prerogative between main and side. I think yeah, that's pretty pretty important. Also, like the one Dragon Lords prerogative may seem very innocuous in the list, but like in the control mirror, which you're expecting it, you have that much higher percent chance of seeing it. So like it's a really good high. It's a I think it's a really high value one of in the main. That and also mm-hmm. the other end as like an even answer. Like it's those two spells kind of pre board you for the mirror almost. It's like it, it's thinking ahead a lot. Typical chief halves. Yeah, I'm a fan of of Utter End. I don't. Yeah, I've been running it for a I while. I feel like that's one of the that's one of the more underplayed cards. Like just with Cracking Doom too. Like there's a lot of the black white decks, like Esper Dragons, Obs on Control, even the Obs on Aggro could like happen in the sideboard because you know Ugin's a uh, problem for them. If it has to hit a creature, it's still fine. Yeah, it, totally agree. It just hits so many things. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it's Vindicate with Exile, and it's instant. Like how is that not worth one more? Right, and you know. It's like how many enchantments do you like? Rather than have you know a singleton uh, erase or something in your main board, why not another? End? You know, sure you're going to pay a lot for it, but I mean, I'm not too worried about enchantments that hit me on turn one. I'm more worried about enchantments that land on turn four. Yeah, not only that, also I think that just the format as a whole, with the exception of the mono red deck and the, the, the you know fringe heroic decks, that like it's a it's a powerful format. So the four mana cost is not near is like totally overridden by the fact that it's a it's a real jack of all of all the removal spells. Yeah, and, and it's it's real easy to just you know kind of it's kind of lazy as well to just go I'm gonna play Heroes Downfall. That's gonna take care of most of what I want. It's like yes and no. Three one split. G Fabs, man. Yeah, he yeah. thinks about it. Uh, mm-hmm. So we have uh, Colin Mullen. He's on Craig Wesco's Bant Midrange deck. Which, I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's more or less card for card. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah. it's, it's green white with Oja tie. Turns out that was a good deck. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> green white's good and Oja is just that powerful. Yeah. Still wow, good two weeks later. Yeah, Deathness Raptor, Death Protector, what an engine. That's a thing. Like, yeah, post rotation, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking somewhere to go post rotation, you want green. That's Wait, hard. Were we, were, actually, even were people green, saying this best. at the end of last rotation? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Playing green. Sure was. Uh, a little shocker. Alex Zorowski, uh, showed up with Jeskai Toadfabish. Did not do well with the first. It did okay. The, some of the Chain of Fireball guys were on it. Yeah, LSU uh, won five. Ephra was on it. He was live till like round 12, 13. That's probably the difference between those two players as players right now. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Well, like, don't wrong. LSV, either. LSV is a fantastic magic player and has changed the game forever, but Ephro is playing great magic right now. Yeah, LSV is in the, exactly. He's not sharp. He's, he's, not, yeah, he's not all in any. Yeah. He's got yeah. other things on his mind and he's like, I'm going to show up for this. Movie. He makes money. He does he the, he does the coverage whenever he does bad, which everyone likes when he does coverage. So, I mean, I, I mean he's I, kind of doing both halves of the coin, commentating and playing. I think he just make money. Right. He did yeah. say the last pro tour, like doing that bad is his worst ever pro tour, like it's motivated. So I don't know, like I've seen the motivated LSV before magic and I think he's legit because he's also seen, motivated. Wow. <laughs> also seen Dirtle LSV with a million locks on hard arcs. <laughs> no matter right. what. Right, yeah. Um, and then we had another Esther Dragons in seventh. We had Abzan Aggro at eighth. But let's scroll down to eleventh place here. The deck that I really want to talk about. We have Mardu Midrange. Now, this guy has changed Mardu completely up. It's a black... His version is a black-white deck. Splashing... Splashing Crackling Doom. And Mardu Mardu Charm. Um, Four of... command as well. Wow. Spice. Four of Mardu Charm, one command. Yeah, two outposts each. And outposts each. Here's the deck. Nine creatures. He has four secret away, two wingmate rocks, and Grimaz. 
Okay, so that's already <laughs> way different than most lists. No butcher of the horde. No, like <laughs> yeah, no no storm breaths. He's like you know fuck that. Um, he's got two sworn solemn visitor and three Elspeth sons champions. So what we're talking about is just continually building a board breaths rather than having any kind of damage mm-hmm. engine or, or, or like tipping point. All we're trying to do is, is build board presence. Yeah, this is more of a control deck, guys. That you know. The other more new I, Yeah, I think, I think mid-range is a great way to describe it, like super, super late mid-game mid into into late game. Yeah. Uh, and so when you look at his curve, it's none of his threats that permanently stay on the board overlap in CMC. So he's not fighting to play something on turn three. It's just Ramaz. He's not fighting for two drops. It's just Seeker. Not yeah, fighting no, it's, it's extremely clean. Yeah, yeah. From The whole way from two, three, four, five, six are all different threat cards. With the, the only real competition is Sworn and Alpha Siege. That's it, man. Beat me to it. Yeah. And Mardu Charm. Let's not forget about this. Okay. Well, I mean, but that's, a, that's, that's not necessarily that's a situation. Yeah, like, yeah. like, you, you'll, you'll definitely make tokens whenever there's no play and you have two in hand or whatever, but, or, or I, but mostly it's removal spell, you know? Uh, like, even when you're making tokens. Okay, so, here's the thing with Mardu Charm. He has four of them. He also has four dots. Uh, but the four Mardu Charms, um, the four damage is just good. Okay, so it might yep. be obvious. Yeah, removal spells are good. Uh, the instant, um Two, one, one, first strikers. No, no, no. Away from that. Instant uh, arrest. The instant arrest. I mean, that, that's, that's eight yeah. basic arrest thoughts he's things in his main You should thing. very much know what's going on. Yeah, that's very impressive. And when you do get into these fights with like Jeskai Toad, Monastery Mentor, with things like that. Even when they attack with a rabble mask. Or right. outbursts. Or hordling outbursts. Having two, one, one first strikers is a big deal, especially when you're trying to turn on Wingmate Rock. Because you're gonna kill his two, you know, two of his hordling outburst tokens, or his dragon fodder tokens, or whatever you, and then you're gonna be able to crack back, especially because no one's playing Mardu Charm, and I doubt very many people are gonna see this, would see this coming around. Yeah, I mean, as of this week, everyone's warm. Right, right, yeah, as of now. Um, so like, I mean, it looks like a solid deck, but something tells me he got quite a few matches off those Mardu Charms, surprise factor. I don't know. I think I, the deck is just powerful as well, and like all of the cards in it actually make a lot of sense. Yeah. The only problem that he, he does really, really has is that he doesn't generate late game card advantage. All he does is simulate it through going wide through tokens. Well, he, he does have Alpha like Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty light when you're and talking about a late. If you game want to consider Colgon's command buying back one of your wingmate rocks or Maz, one of card advantage, a one of. Yeah, that's a one of. He, it didn't even come up. So, so we're talking about three cards that are very that are potentially impactful in the very late game situation. So it's a it's a late mid range deck. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. so you know what? Let me finish the list. Um, <laughs> two outpost seeds, three bob like four crackling dude, three heroes downfall, Colgon's command, four Marty charm, four thoughtsies. Now heroes downfall, obvious. Uh, uh, Crackling Doom is just nuts. It's great right now. Yep. It's so great right now. It just always hits what you want to hit. You know, it, it's the problem with like Foul Tongue Invocation. You're playing like Green Red Monsters. Yep. Hey, they could have a mana elf. Yeah, but no, this is better. When you play a Crackling Doom, you're hitting the target. <laughs> yeah, plus the, like the odd like, situation. The only odd situation I see with it is maybe you're going up against Esper Dragons and you draw it after they already have an untapped Ochai and an untapped Slumguard Drifting Death and you want to kill a Slumguard because you have a downfall. Like, you might be constrained on mana, but... I'm still fine with killing any dragon. Yeah. I mean... If they have both of them, and I have I eight shots, like, oh, that's good. Like, yeah. That gives me more turns to draw the second crackling. Yeah, and the mm-hmm. funny thing is, like, with the, the Esper Dragons, people were tapping out to play their dragons on turn five, six. And crackling dude's just, like, beautiful for that, because it's like, okay, dead. Yeah, and potentially, like, if he's not watching your mana closely enough, he's only going to see black and white cards. He, he might not put you on crackling. Yeah, and um, the Colagons command, like, I, I have no clue. 
It's spice. I mean, it does. I, all, I honestly, really like hard. You know, like, it's a one of like I have no issue. You know, playing one of. I like one of myself. It's pretty thin though. I will yeah. admit, after reading I mean, all the most artifacts, like, like what's the best way you cast card? Like target player discards a card and you shock is not near. Like why is this three mana when fucking when when the the, the green red and green white commands are two mana? Right. I like, feel like because it, modern if it was two mana it might be too good because affinity and. What, 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 so a, a destroying artifact card is too good? A against the speed plus is shock, it's good? a two, for, against affinity and modern, it's a two for one. You Big kill deal. And, it, it, and, I, and I still say to you, Dromoka's command. Right? Well, and plus, you have to understand that, like, Wizards has said they not build cards thinking about modern. True. They just don't. I, I mean, maybe it's the recurring target creature card, but I, I, I still don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I, this should be two mana. Also. I would. I still think it's a fun card to do. I think this should be one and a half mana after I've seen Dromoka. Man. I think this should just be a fucking utter end. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine with I that. I, I'm, I'm also cool with like a read the bones or like what's the biggest splashiest way you can draw cards, green red white, just whatever that is. By it, uh, black red Damnable white. Hacks. <laughs> Damnable hat. Bam, one of done. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then in the sideboard, he has two more wingmate rocks for those Abzan games. He has an extra outpost siege when he does need to, when he goes up against control and he does need to draw just so many cards. He does have an extra bow blade. He has two other end. He has an extra Bramas, eight singleton drown and sorrow, two duress because, you know, 11, 11 duresses is excellent when you're playing against Fucking, that's sick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if every turn you take a card from your opponent's hand, it's hard for your opponent to do nothing and win. Especially against control, just like, ah! But then again, nowadays you're just filling it up for fucking digger time. time. Like, you have to get dig times out of the air. No, yeah, well, you, you have know, enough to have enough direct specs to get digger times. I would hope. You have <laughs> 10 plus, <laughs> 10 and a half We have a singleton end hostilities, which in this deck I actually wouldn't mind that game board. In this build. I don't hate it. <laughs> I don't. I mean, like, your your white commitment is very good, and uh, I think that, like, Wrath of God is going to be better in more games than Polygon Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have two Glare of Heresy and two Read the Bones for even more card draw. When you yeah, need, I so. mean, you really, you really, I think you do need, need those cards. Yeah. I, I, is I, it I, bad that in aggro decks, in decks like this, I would also, I would like to see one End Hostilities and one Fox of Fate in the board for Esther Dragon matches? So you can destroy their dragons while keeping a board presence? I don't think that that is the... That's bad? No, I mean, it's not necessarily bad, but I think for this specific okay. deck, that's not the axis that he's trying to fight the Esper mm-hmm. Dragons list on. He's trying to fight them on Hand Disruption. That, to be realistic, like, against Esper Dragons, um, how is it any better than a Crackling Doom in most situations? Because they play Dragon, you're going to well, play Yeah, cross. but, I mean, just and think about it. Yeah, I'm just talking uh, about, like, Crackling a crack, Right, right. Essentially. I don't know that that's terrible. Not terrible. At the same time, you know, mm-hmm. I would rather myself not see them out. Yeah. You know, I, I'd rather pay two life and get rid of a dragon that way and then use a crack. This is probably just like my personal deck building style of having spice, a spice card to bring in against the matchup that people won't really expect. He's already running four fucking Mardu charms. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm t- sideboard, sideboard. Yeah. Um, I always like to have one card on my sideboard that's uh, at least a one of that most people won't really think of when thinking of standard sideboard cards. But that's just me. Yeah. Um. So I, I like if this is the way Mardu is is going to be going forward. I actually fully endorse this deck against the current. Like a couple changes yeah. he made here and there, like Holagon's command. I'm just not sure of. Um. I'm not completely sold on them. All the would you choose the Mardu charm notes? 
What's up? No, I wouldn't have some more chargers. Actually, like shave the guns. Okay. No, I like the guard. I, I wasn't sure. Like shave it down to three and make Cole Guns command and the fourth uh, Marty Charmin to read the bones. No, not me. Um, maybe I, I, I mean, I don't know that you want read the bones as a main deck card as well because you're trying to like deploy and remove threats in the early stages. So your your mana and life totals don't necessarily coincide with it unless you're guaranteed to be playing a grind match. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. Um, okay. yeah. Plus, just looking at the current field, like people are still running that red deck, and having to read the bones in there is not good against that deck. Those are just dead cards game one. I'd rather be sure of it. Your only way to gain life is Wingmate Rock and so so. And Seeker. Seeker. Yeah, Seeker, okay, so you have some life gain. I mean, I can... Remove a spell plus attack. Yeah, I mean, I, I still, I think that, I, mean, I, I, I like, I like 59, 58 cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 50, between 57 and 59 cards, like, absolutely. Like, there could be small changes here and there, but I, I think this is the way to attack her format with Marty. It makes her mana really good. It does. It's so like much a Singleton Bloodstained Mire in the main. Only one fetch land. I mean, I know he's black-white. I mean, he never he never actually wants to ever see the mountain. Like, the one mountain, one Bloodstained Mire is, like, absolute last-ditch resort. God damn it, why do I only have red cards in my hand? Shenanigans. Yeah, the reason why I wanted to find out was because it's kind of unconventional right now. People are just like, oh yeah, just jam fetch lands yeah. if you're in those colors. I don't know, like, so. my more view list, I only have two fetches in the whole of this. I mean, between, like, your four Nomad Outposts and all of your fucking temples... You, yeah. you really don't need the fetches because you don't have that many basics. He definitely does have 12 comes into the capsule. Yeah. It's crazy. That's like, a, that's a lot. So like, definitely, I mean, you have thought seasons, but you're no one drop playing it pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like ideally, in a lot of matchups, you go like first two turns tap land the thought season, you know. Right. Like, this that's, is the, that's your tempo play. Yeah. This is, <laughs> and, and this is more the reason why I, I don't like Rebus because it's that much harder to get Seeker online and still be able to cast any removal spell to get Seeker to actually, you know, prowess. What the Ooh, fuck? Wow. <laughs> that way, you know, you can actually gain a little bit of what light. What happened? Two times it made heavy breathing noises. Like blowing on the mic. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, maybe I'll edit that out. Maybe I won't. <laughs> Should be fairly easy to spot on the sound. Right? Just this goes is... through the roof. <laughs> that was the first Mardu deck we've seen in a top 32 in any tournament in a long time, and he was in it until the very end for Tommy. So, good on to, uh, Mr. Joshua Taylor. I guess he's a friend of GFATS. Uh, they were saying during the coverage. Uh, Awesome. Yeah, uh, cool deck. I, I really like build. I'm going to look more that way moving forward. And that was Star City Games. Da, da, da. Hey. Hey. Uh, I read it this weekend. A crazy spoiler got released, and immediately I went, yeah, this is fake. And then I talked to a couple of guys whose opinions I trust, and I, and they were like, no, nah, this is fake. And I was like, yeah, kind of. And then Mythic Spoiler picked it up, and I went, wait a second. They have almost a flawless wreck with getting these fucking cards right, and no, I mean, yeah, maybe this is wait for a couple of source confirmation it, before they drop. Yeah, 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 just because I know there was a lot of spoilers, uh, potential, like, thought, like, he would make up cards, and then those would be, like, post on Reddit, be like, I think this card's gonna be created, and then some spoiler sites would pick it up, and spoiler, very quickly dismisses those. Right, um, so, apparently, they said, um, and I don't have the Reddit post on me, but all 15 mythics are supposed to be on this list. When you look at them and count them, you go, okay, that's only 13 of them, but uh, I think Fulminator Mage is now a mythic. Makes sense. And, um, yeah, it's champion also. Yeah. It, no, that's champion. No, it's are rare. Just not. It's a rare. That's I think it's no rare. Pyro. 
actually. Yeah. But this is the list oh, good. that they put out thus far. So we have Emrakul, we know that. Uh, Kozilek, Butcher of Truth. Ulamog, the Infinite Gyre, All is Dust, Karn Liberated, Elishnorn, Tezzeret, Dark Confidant, Splinter Twin, Tarmogoyf, Iona, Vidillion Foot, Goblin Guide, Noble Hierarch, Astir, Cryptic, Profane, Incendiary, and Primal Commands, Sweet. Mox Opal, Etch Champion, and Fulminator Mage. Now, you can understand my... And that's the uh, Mono Blue Tezzeret, by the way. Yes, yes. Just for those who are wondering. Yeah, Tezzeret. Seeker. So... You can imagine when I saw this list pop up on Reddit, and I looked at all these cards on there, and I went, yeah, that's fake. Because this the is... commands are what kind of threw it for me. I mean, it's definitely funny. everything you want in a modern Masters format, both uh, as a building block, or you're like, like, any command is sweet to first pick, and then also, like, mm-hmm. anything you could possibly hope to Yeah, it, it's just like, yeah, come on, man, they're not going to literally print all modern ones set, but apparently they are. It also means that Splinter Twin is not getting banned of anything. Correct. Well, at least in the near future. <laughs> I'm going to go with Nate. Um, you never know. I think they've done it before. They printed cards and, you know, banned them. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, that. Yes, we have. So, I mean, realistically, like, just let's leave the commands out for a second. But every other card on this list is, you know, modern playable, uh, Tier 1, modern playable, even. Question, Tezzeret. Yeah, yeah, but you could do some funny things, Tezzeret. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, question, super great. like more. But, I mean, you could jam him in the, the uh, Tron deck, just find the mono green Tron deck. Yeah. Kozilek and Ulamog, I was a little shocked to see them just because Emma, right? Like, like, yeah. Bring back like, all like, well, well, bring, bring them all back all because, don't forget, we're going to Eldrazi in the fall. We are. We are going to Zendikar. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, that, that's yeah. the place where they are, but everyone knows we're going there for the Eldrazi. Right. So, I mean, Goblin no, we're going to the allies, I thought. Shut up. Man, I yeah, like the a... plot line so much better whenever it was about planeswalkers as the main plot pieces rather than giant things. Well, they have yeah. to kill the giants. Yeah, I get it, but like, like the plot is moving towards man, one giant thing versus other giant yeah. thing. I don't know. Yeah, Phyrexian versus fucking Phyrexian no versus Odras. Go. Uh, yeah, I'm talking way back when it was like the Brothers Saga, like the Weatherlight Saga. Yeah, but That's... even that was kind of centered around the Phyrexian. Which had a central focus of their plot piece. Yeah, so. yeah, it was printed in Invasion. I, I forget what that. The card says tap, pay, black, black, destroy target life. Sabo. Yeah, Sabo, maybe? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's. Uh, these cards are kind of nuts. Um, if this list is 100% accurate, like. Buy. Masters is worth buying. Buy. Even at $10 mm-hmm. a pack. Buy. Buy. Um, and then the commands are back. So, I mean, holy First shit. pick. First pick and just really good. Yeah. <laughs> Every one of them is good. Like you can, you can have a lot of fun in a limited game with all five of these. Right. I mean, Cryptic is just going to see play modern forever. Yeah, and it's actually like not the best one in limited. It's not. Uh, yeah. like Profane the white, Command, the white one and the black one are very good. And Profane Command, I, I play in any. Like I have no problem running that in anything. I love Profane Command. It's a great spice card. Yeah. Um, Astur Command is a commander fucking just. And limited Stable. house, limited house. Limited house, commander stable. Uh, it's, it's pretty sick. Uh, incendiary command has always been, you know, good, but meh. The, the primal command was like the second best one at standard. It was actually just yeah. really, really good. Yeah, primal command was pretty broken standard. Um, yeah, so if it's real, and I don't know that it is, you guys can tell me. And man, it just looks too good to be true. Right? Like, the only card I can definitely believe is Glitch. Because it has new art. It has new art. That's the only thing. So the thing that that I that I most jumped out at me was the fact that noble like noble hierarch. In the mythic spoiler, it just says it just shows the the Alara picture, so it's not new art. And it's not like orange symboled in any way, which makes it question. All the ones that were rumored on this list, it's just all the originals. There's no new Modern Masters two water set symbol. 
So it's just, again, still rumored. Technically. Aside from on the click. Right. Well, that's because the click was already confirmed. 100%. Yeah, but I mean, there's a set. Uh, yeah, no, I know. I, I get it. It's just, yeah. I mean, like, that's, that's sweet, though, and that card needs to be reprinted immediately as possible. Yeah. Really yes. Uh, so that's Water Bastards. Will says, uh, I'm going to go with, just because I trust Mystic Spoiler, and that's yeah, a very hesitant. Yeah. Uh, Will, what you going with? I will believe. I faithfully believe. I saw it on the internet. Okay. That, 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 that's a good stance. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Uh, potential, I'm going with 80% of it is probably 100% correct, but 20% is probably 0% correct. And 50% of the time, he's 100% Which 20% correct. is 0% correct, Michael? I am not So sure. either the list is right or it's wrong. Like, if you're saying 20% is incorrect, then you're saying that you think it's wrong. Yes. He thinks that 20% of these cards are not on the list. Okay, so Mike, Mike's the, the dissenter here. He is uh, saying no, and I am close to it, but look, I, I'm going to hedge my bets a little bit, but at the same time, it's a very hesitant, it's real, but Mythic Spoiler is yet to lit down, so I'm going with it. Mm. But speaking of modern, guys, uh, July FNM promo. Pretty Ooh. spicy. That's this dude, work. he's walking on a path directly into exile. Really? Yeah, second time. Exactly what he's doing. Yeah. I'm so, kind of disappointed by it. I don't know, I kind of like the artwork. Um, I think it's not as good as the first uh, Path to Exile Far- Friday Night Magic. Yeah, card. for sure. He, he looks a lot like Wukong from League of Legends. I mean, you guys don't play that game. But, yeah. Yeah. No, but Colin Coward hates it, apparently. That's true. Okay. Yeah, but, that, was, uh, that was a trip when I saw that online. Wow. While we're here, what do you guys think August is going to be? Says Modern Staples. Damnation. <laughs> hmm. I'm gonna go with Delver of Secrets. I'll go Serum Visions. I don't really have any. Because um, normally it's non-rares, like uncommon, like staple. So I'm thinking, you know, popular. Maybe Deceiver. I don't, think it's, Del- I don't think it's Delver. I don't think it's those guys either. Although I do like that all the cards we picked are blue. That's fake. <laughs> I said oh. Damnation. Man. Yeah. Well, yeah, he did. that didn't count. It was so an I was going to say Lightning Bolt, but it's, I highly doubt it's going to be Bolt. It's not going to be Lightning Bolt. Terminate. I am okay if Terminate gets reprinted. I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> I, I love Terminate. That was like my favorite magic card ever for a while. Yeah. So, it's just what's your favorite man card now? For Factor Fiction. It's super, super long. Had to put you on spot. It said yeah. it used to be, so I had to figure out what it was. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it was only for about uh, three months, and then Pernicious Deed happened. Yeah, and that just <laughs> killed everything. <laughs> So just as a recap, uh, next month, which will be the, uh, not this Friday, but the following Friday, you're getting an Abzan Beastmaster because we all know that's what you've always wanted. And oh, actually, that it should be this Friday. I thought this Friday was the 30th. No, uh, that's Thursday. Today's the 28th. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, yeah, it would be this Friday. Friday, you'll receive an Abzan Beastmaster, and then next month, you get a Frostwalker. And, and then pass Yes, it is. Hey, man, get your 4-1 one for two is playable. Playable Friday Night Magic cards. Uh, anyway, we're going to take a quick break and we'll return in a moment. Pitham's Podcast is brought to you this week, last week, next week, every goddamn week by the Brainstorm Brewery. Marcel, Jason Alt, Ryan, Corbin, they're holding stuff down with their own podcast over there, which you should absolutely check out. And don't forget to check out thebrainstormbrewery.com where they got plenty of good writers you can go check out for your financial needs. Oh, and you can find this show there. Yeah, this one. The one you're listening to, like, if you didn't find it on MTG Cast, like, it's over there. So you can listen to it over there if you want. 
or at least, you know, go by their page and, you know, check things out and, you know, like, click on the link to us or something. I don't know. Anyway, brainstormbrewery.com. Go check it out. Hello, and what? Wait, 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 wait. That's the beginning of the show. Anyway, we're back. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, as I said earlier about the SCG, there were some things that happened. Um, So, SCG, the open chat, had some issues over the weekend. One of them particularly was there was a cute judge. And any time you said anything about said judge looking, you know, very pretty, and that, that's all you had to say, they, okay? And then on the flip side of this, like, there was this one player who showed up who was, how do I put this without offending anybody? Holy. Um, okay, yeah, Holy. She was, was a, negative. a really large uh, female. Low charisma score. Yeah. Portly. <laughs> Rotund. <laughs> She's, She's a, that's a huge bitch. <laughs> <laughs> These were comments that were all said. Bill was not made, not saying this himself. He's just, you know, reading all comments. Um, That's totally what I was doing. Yeah, there, there was a lot of very mean things said about uh, said girl. You know, was a little nervous. Was her first time on camera, and she was not very pretty. I mean, just just being realistic here. Um, she had a great picture. probably. She plays magic. She's sweet. She's, right. she's a great person. And they let. But on the chat, you could say all of that. They would mute you. But saying that the judge girl was pretty would get you muted. It's because nerds are dweebs. But why the fuck is their mods that fucked up? Like, I mean, yeah, they're she is pretty or beautiful. You get you got banned and timed out. I'm like, mm-hmm. there were even other mods and subscribers who were saying it, and for, I don't know I exactly mean, what mods there were. I but feel like either way, like, well, the either, ones compliment and the ones to put somebody down. Now, well, I get it. It's absolutely reverse and first, but like, I I think that either both should be banned or both should be. Allowed and I allowed. fair. I hate to say at this point in time I think both should be banned because they're both incredibly like non related to the magic world. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the day that someone's like, Man, Reduce hair's dreamy and they just fucking I just Yeah, <laughs> no, that happens all like, the time. It's, it's absolutely the commentators say Yeah, but what what happens yeah. when you people, right? Like, man, that Brian Kibler dreamy muted mm. uh, forever. Yep. He, he is. They're, it's like they're preaching homoeroticism, Will. You know, because like if, if you're not allowed to give a compliment to a woman, you should be able to also give a compliment to a man. You shouldn't be allowed to insult anyone in public forum. Or apparently compliment them at the same time. Well, I apparently. Yeah. Public forums. I mean, I think that I, I was, when I thought about this before the topic, I was going to, like, man, take the high road and totally abstain from all this gossip, but I forgot to, because I'm drinking. Ha! <laughs> That's always a plan. Yeah, so it was um, kind of awkward, kind of weird. Um, it created a little bit of stink. Um, it's like they just, the mods, I mean, I would rather have them shut down somebody who's you know, making a negative comment to anybody before somebody who's giving someone a compliment. Now, there's a way of making it a compliment. on how the compliment right. is. Right. If prefer... you say she's pretty, or you say, wow, that is a really beautiful woman, okay, you can leave that up. But wow. if you say, I would fuck her in all of her holes, yeah, you gotta take that out. <laughs> I would, however, okay. really enjoy it if the mods shipped me that pretty judge's phone number. <laughs> Fair. Okay, another thing that happened over again, we can thank Norbert for this. Thanks, Norbs. Um, yeah, he's he, he's an interesting individual. Um, anyway, he got Paulo all because he found out just this week that at the Pro Tour, players and teams hire you know spectators to scout decks. Wow, spectators! Yeah, yeah, this has been going on for a long time. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, if you know a pro and you're a friend with them and you're at a pro tour, yes, you can say, "Hey, you, 
you need a scout. And you know what? Sometimes, you know, I mean, they don't pay you a lot. It's not like, you know, you're going to make sure. a living off of it. It's like, sure. yeah, they might five or ten Yeah, my catch you. dinner or something with them, you know, that's crazy shit. It is what it is. That's what they've been doing for a long time. Now, Norbert was going off deep end saying how unfair it was and everything else. I kind of fall on the other side of it. I think it makes it more fair. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's fair that people are paying for scouting missions. I don't get unfair. I do. But I totally do. I think it levels the playing. Game. How? Okay, because, alright, our buddy Zach shows up a certain Nobody knows Zach, as far as the pros are concerned, from a hole in the wall, because this is first PT. However, everybody knows what Hollow's playing. Everybody knows Ephro's playing. Well, that gives Zach a somewhat unfair advantage over those guys that they have no clue what he's playing when they do sit down and play against each other. I, I cannot in any way justify cheating. It's not considered it's not cheating, cheating anymore. Well, this scouting is not illegal in the game of Magic like it was 10 years ago. I don't know. Man. They're, that's the rule. They're not breaking any rules. It's Actually, anyone can do it. Say you go, but your friends come with you, and you ask your friends to give you information. That's technically scouting. Yeah, I mean, you go watch somebody else play when you get done with your game. Guess what? Technically, you're scouting. I feel like there's a difference between paid scouting information and non. Like, any kind of introduction to outside money into sports, I feel, should be deterred. It should be deterred, yeah, but they can't really stop it. Well, I get that. Like, how enforce it? Like, there's no actual... No, you, you absolutely saying, don't I'm enforce this for the service. Like, if people say, hey, are you being paid to do this? You just say, no, I'm doing it for a friend. So, how then everyone just gets to be a fucking scumbag. I thought we were trying to eliminate scumbag every time. Well, that was this, well, that was the last word, or what it was. I mean, I see, I don't see, I don't view this in the same context as you. Like, to me, it's just yeah, like, well, it, it is what it is. It's a part of the game. Everybody knows what everyone's playing. The fact By that the end you said of paid totally changes everything. Like, yeah. I, I love scouting, and I think that's one of the greatest reasons to have a team and to roll deep so that you can scout, and I am one of the... I will yell across the fucking <laughs> to figure out what my opponent is playing if anyone wants to help scout. But paid is a very different story to me. Yeah, I mean... I, I get where you're coming from. Well, I don't necessarily but, like the paid side, side, but I don't understand how you can stop the one but not the other. You know, like, if, if, if people were going to be there watching stuff, like, he's just... Is what it is. I mean, it's not like they're jumping in during your game and going, Hey man, he has this in his hand. That's cheating. No, but they can definitely give you notes on spicy one-ofs. And if you're, they're being paid to take notes on specific players, spicy one-ofs, etc., and like general play styles, you know, like, you can really groom someone to scout well if you're gonna take this seriously. Like, if you have a fucking team of scouts, yeah. that gives, that gives a very unfair advantage to a player who's already, uh, like a known commodity and a, and a recognizable pro, which means they're already a good player. Like, I don't know that level playing field. Well, let me give you this example. From the Pro Tour when we watched anyone draft, those were broadcasted before drafting was done. So everyone knew what that person had. Two people in the room. Yeah, but that's an unfair advantage but, to be Yeah, honest. and when everyone in the room knows what you drafted, you think that's fair? When Two out of four hundred. I mean, I think it's a necessary... It's, it's still that the fact that the Pro Tour... Well, here's the thing. It's Wizards who's broadcasting it. It's not some that's scout a, that's from different, else. That's very different from someone paying in a back market transaction. Yeah, but even in those back market transactions, a team might have only three to four people, non-competitors, and this is a big team, who have three to four non-competitors doing scouting. So all they're doing is they're just like walking around, they're going, okay, and I'm sorry I keep bringing up your name, Zach, but they'll be like, Zach, he's on this wonky green list. You know, and that's what they write down and that's what they hand guy. They're not standing there going, Okay, this, right that, like this. How many copies of what he saw? I mean, you don't know. The, at this point late, in time, this is only conjecture. Late. This is only conjecture. It's not. Because, I, I mean, I, I've seen it. I've heard how this all happens. Like, this is just... This is so it's hearsay. This is from Paula. 
I don't think it's hearsay coming from Paulo. He's telling you that this is how we do it. You know, one yeah, he has a, there's a few guys who for the whole Channel Fireball team wanders around and goes, okay, this, 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 you know, and then hands them a slip saying, okay, this is what these guys are. You know, and it's mostly just for a round that they do it. So these guys have a list going, all right, this dude's on Green Red. Okay, this one's on White Blue. This one's on this. This one's on Band Heroic. That's interesting. You know, oh, this is a, a strange band deck. Okay, cool. You know, they just say, all right, now we know. Chromantha Flare. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. To Strength sound. of the Fallen. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, does it create an issue with, you know, the Rogue deck? Yeah. Yeah, the road deck is harder to get by now because it's like, okay, this mm-hmm. Chromantha Flare has won four games in a row, hasn't been on camera. We need to send somebody over in round nine to watch this dude play. Yeah, that probably has. I'm not even if say it's that rogue, if it's a solid deck piloted by a competent player, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many people know that you're on this deck that no one's expecting. If you know how to pilot it, just because they know you have this deck yeah, doesn't mean they're going to know how to attack it. Yeah. Uh, Plus, like. If people don't know, like, sure, it's a rogue deck. I didn't know about this deck. Well, how am I going to go up against it? It has these cards, but I don't know what's more important in that deck. I don't know, it, like, if he has protection spells. I don't know what kind of removal he has. Yeah, you don't know that early on. I mean, later on, but you're going to hear that through the room anyway mm-hmm. in a long time, Yeah, you know? and, like, you can't really stop the scouting, essentially, because what are you going to do? Ban spectators from the arena? From They've done it watching? before. They have done that before. That'd be bad for business. Yeah, but it used to be, and Will remembers this, like, there was side tournaments. Like, you go there and have I, I fun. I played the inside tournament at Worlds. Yeah, yeah, you go there and have fun. That, those days are over now. Now it's like, it's just the pro tour, and anyone can go there and spectate and watch. Uh, but there really isn't much side things going on that's a big deal. Like, it used to be, like, you could go play for, like, I remember one event, it was like, win a car side of it. That's, yeah, no, yeah. someone, someone good won that too, some famous. Yeah, they won a card. It was decorated with like magic symbols all over. I want to say it was one of those, uh, one of those refrigerators with wheels. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. The boxes. Yeah. <laughs> that, whatever scion, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's what I want to say it was. And like, you know, you could go win an iPad. And iPads were brand new. You go win all these crazy things. It was just like, holy shit, this is worth doing. Well, they took away those tournaments and now it's just like, yeah, there's some small side events going on, but it's not the yeah. event that it used to be. Now it's all about the pros. Yeah, there were like alpha drafts. At the world yeah. I went to. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what they ended up doing was they, for about a year, was like no spectators. Yeah, closed and event only. They closed. It was closed event only, and like that was that was pretty poo pooed by the community. Like you know, I can't even go watch the shit. You know, like set up a TV so we can watch. Yeah, world fucking pro tours in my hometown, and I can't go watch it. So they decided, okay, we're gonna open it back up to spectators. But for the most part, that's what you're there to do. You're there to spectate. I mean, it's like going to a pirate game, going to a Knicks game, going to whatever, you know, like you're going Any to sports the game. game. Right. And they don't really have an issue with that at that point. So and it's they, all, all included with the expensive food and drinks. Yeah. So they could ban it if they <laughs> wanted to. They could ban spectators. But like, I know if Pro Tour Pittsburgh ever happens, I'd flip my fucking lid if they told me I couldn't go down there just to watch. Yeah. You know, so that's that. Um, and don't worry. They'd probably break out the Jumbotron outside uh, console. We'd be fine. Not the same thing. I want to breathe <laughs> no. in their sweat. I actually would. <laughs> actually, mind. I'd rather not. <laughs> that's one thing I really wouldn't mind is if like the pro players were in one area and they, 
like carted off an area for you to view some of the feature matches. I wouldn't mind that as much. You would still get the thing. Yeah. You know, with the pros when they're like close off where the people are playing. I mean, that's kind of how, that's, that's pretty much how it is. Yeah. And I have the, you can't, you can't walk in between tables. Like there, the pro tour event, at least at the worlds I was at, like everything was stationed off and you had like the feature match area was pretty nice and big. And that was what I was able to walk through and see. Yeah. A lot of the, uh, paid scouts or whatever you call them, they work for like, okay, like Channel Fireball. They're, they're people who are vendors. Those are the guys doing the scouting for Channel yeah. Fireball. You know, like you can't stop. Well, like, I, yeah. and I'm okay with any connections you build through your own, you know, likability or, or, or charisma scores or affiliation or whatever. But like, once the once bribery gets involved, it, it kind of bugs. Me. Yeah, see, I don't know that it's bribery because you're those people you're are paying all there. For me. Yeah, well, I mean, but that's part of their job at the pro stores. It's like, okay, one of your jobs is to sell cards and buy cards. Other part of your job is to wander around the store and help our team. I question the ethics of that. I don't know. It's so, of ethics. If you were there by yourself, you were playing the pro tour, and you asked your friends who came with you to watch to give you information about other decks, and you said, "Hey, I'll buy you a beer afterwards." That's technically what they're doing. Yeah, but I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't. Buy I would beg and plead, but I would not. I'm. I like. I would not in any way bribe money. Yeah, Will is not buying beers. No, I mean I buy people <laughs> beers, but I'm not going to do it for exchange for that. Like, I'm not. I'm just going to do it because I like the person. Okay, but Will uh, wanted to talk about this, and, you know, I feel this is a good spot to bring this up, and it's just ethics in general and magic, because the last two things are kind of sketchy on, I mean, you can be on either side of the fence on all of these things, so where does ethics fall in magic ego? Well, I mean, every every individual player needs to dictate whatever they think the level of scumbaggery is, but... Um, we've had a recent rash of outbreak in magic ethics this year as cheaters are being busted video cameras and so, you know, large number of eyes watching streaks has, you know, really benefited a lot and if every match was being watched by thousands of people, it'd be a really great thing. But, uh, you know, ho- hopefully that when everyone figures out what they think being a scumbag is, that they choose to not be a scumbag. You know, I mean, that's basically what ethics are. I mean, we're still in the Wild Wild. I mean, it's not quite the Wild Wild West anymore, but the unwritten rules of magic don't yeah. exist. We're, we're we're like in Chicago in the turn of the century. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, there's law enforcement around, but I mean, come on, I got a bunch of friends, and we got this thing going on. You know, maybe you just don't worry about it a little bit. And right, <laughs> just just knock three times and say the password. That's right, it, right. You know, um, yeah, the cheating is the cheating. I mean, I personally. Like as long as you're yeah. not doing anything that's technically breaking any rules, and that doesn't mean bending rules. Uh, like I, I don't want anyone to bend the rules a little bit, you know, to walk the line. Like you know, don't walk the line of if somebody exactly. looks at you and goes, "Hey, wait a sec, that could be construed as." If you're getting that close to the line, you probably should back off a little bit. Um, but I mean, as long as you're doing anything, everything within the rules of the game, like that's really all you got to do. I, I mean, do that and be a decent person at tournaments, and mm-hmm. I think you know that that would go a long way. I mean, but like you said, this last year, year and a half, so much fucking cheating. Well, and the thing is, is that it's probably, you know, we don't know for certain, it's probably just been going on the whole time. It could be, and you know, there's another thing that I kind of think might play a role in it is, 
the uh, kids that grew up playing Pokemon are now playing Magic. Ooh. And if you look at the Pokemon history of sanctioned tournaments, <laughs> yeah. cheating is rampant. Really? It's horrible. Cheating in yeah. Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh, cheating has just come to be expected. Yeah. Holy shit. It's a part of the game. Like, you're supposed to watch your opponent as much as you're supposed to yeah. pay attention to what's going on in the game. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, just this that one weekend when I went to Pittsburgh, uh, they had a Magic Top 8 for when first place wins a pass. They also had a Yu-Gi-Oh and a Pokemon one. I had a friend who plays Yu-Gi-Oh and he's playing against the two years. He had to tell the judges that to watch this kid because in the qualifier that was in, the way he was shuffling his hands, setting it down and drawing cards was so close to where his graveyard was that he was almost 100% sure the kid was drawing extra cards or adding cards back from his graveyard to his hand. So, and this is just playing for a $40 pass to next year. Forty dollars. Yeah, it actually, it in a free ball, event. I've heard Pokemon players say that that's a part of the game. It's it's part of the gamemanship of the game, and it's like it's not well, 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 yeah, expected. It is like stealing second base during baseball. Games. Yeah, that's the thing. If, <laughs> if stealing second base is you know a thing, because like definitely in baseball, like you're supposed to try and break as you know bend as many rules as you can. You know, like <laughs> as long as everyone's doing that, that's fine. But like, man, I grew up as magic, like. I'm giving a fuck about the rules, man. This is not Vietnam, you know? This is a game that's far too complicated to spend too much time paying attention to every mannerism and every little thing my opponent's doing and to still be able to pay attention to it. Yeah, this is... Especially at the pro tour level. Like... At any level. If it wasn't... Friday Night Magic is fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, if anything, at Friday Night Magic, it should be more easy than it should be... Relaxed. Yeah. Not not saying, hey, it's the pro tour, go ahead, cheat, but... But FNM should just be relaxed and feel fun. Sure, people take it seriously and try to win every game every time they go, but, like, it's FNM. You're not competing for a pro tour, right? You're not competing for Grand Prix trial uh, buys. Have fun. It's casual. Yes. So, I mean, cheating's always going to be there, unfortunately. Like, that's the sad truth. But, I mean, try to always keep an eye on your opponent, whether it's a sharp eye or just when you're not thinking about your next play, watch what they're doing. Yeah, I've come to the point now where I've set myself. And it's not necessarily to watch what my opponent, you know, every mannerism my opponent's is. It was more just so I can pay more attention to the board, because I'd find myself during their turn trying to plan out my next three turns, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I missed something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I think that cheating is a big deal and all that stuff, but also just, like, like in general, as magic, like, we should strive to just be human beings as well, and, like, the stuff about talking about how crazy hot the one judge is or how gross ugly the less attractive player was like that shit that shit is also unethical i think it's you know, un- like you know like just man not time or place for that a lot of us are adult males and those of us who are not are either adult females or almost adult males and like man it's time to act like Adults, <laughs> you should you should be able to have a conversation with your opponent after the match, like even if you're trying to win it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like try. even if you're, you're you're don't be <laughs> doesn't like say you get the odd draw where you're an aggro deck and draw twelve lands from your opponent and win yeah. two games, you just get two out in the match that you should win. Shit. Don't get pissed to your opponent. Don't get pissed to your opponent. Sigh, slouch in your chair a little bit, shake your opponent's hand, talk to him about how the match went. Yeah. Like, ask him about yeah. plays he did from his end, even if you don't play his deck. Talk. Be a person. Yeah. I'll tell you what, when I rattle off all the lands in a row, like, anybody who's seen me play can tell yeah. me, I laugh about it. Like, at that point, it's just, I've played enough MG that I expect this shit. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Whenever I get to that point, I just try to guess, like, I, if I have no cards in hand or one, even against Groff, I've done this in drafts, I just call the next land that I'm gonna draw 
off, flip it down the table, see if I'm right, how many times I'm right. Just I'll win another game. Treat as, yeah. <laughs> just treat it as a joke and just have fun with it. It's a game. You're supposed to have fun. Have fun. Don't Try. be a dick. Try it. Yeah, there you go, right? Don't like, be a dick. That's really what it comes down to. Be a dick, man. Just, you know, think about it. Just think about your actions and how they impact those around you. And like, Think about those elementary school phrases. Treat others the way you want to be treated. More often, this is a big one that comes into play. Ever. Imagine how many more people would play Magic if it was a community about that. Yeah. yeah. This is something that pops up more in bigger tournaments is you'll be surrounded by, like, six of your friends. And when you get around your friends, yes, I realize every person around their friends talks different than when they talk in public. And yeah. they don't quite realize how yeah. in public they are. And they'll say some things and somebody walking past might overhear it and cringe. Like, you have to think, holy shit, I'm actually public. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I'm Those not things around. that are, like, <laughs> little catchy, you know, inside jokes are just offensive. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I have to edit Will once once, okay? Sure. Because he's around his buddies on this show. But, like, in, you know, we go to a bigger tournament. Some of the things that Will might say on here that I edit out, well, guess what? He doesn't say those. Because they're just a joke between all of us. But it's like, you know what? Somebody else might hear said joke go, yeah, that shouldn't have been in the show. And it's like, yeah, no, I gotta take that out my bed. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we realize that when you're around buddies, you say things that you normally wouldn't say just because you're just, you know, shooting the shit with your friends and you fucking vomit shit out of your mouth, literally. <laughs> you're just, nah, blah, blah. <laughs> You know? And it's like, yeah, conscious of the fact that, hey, literally two feet behind you is a whole nother table. <laughs> of people full, like, I mean. Oh, that's two feet away. They won't which is me. totally different when you're trying to play crowd. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but one of the reasons that we decided to go over ethics is because Will wanted to go over ethics. And he wanted to go over ethics before he leaves. And Will, do you want to make this announcement? I am running away in the woods. This is your last show. It's true. I mean, like, I and I hope it's not my last show ever. Yeah, you'll be back. Like, like, if anything, you'll be back with Zendikar, right? Yeah, I should be. I should be back. Zendikar. Um, if anything, right. I'd love to be able to hijack some Skype this summer and do some guerrilla broadcasts. But uh, yeah, no, I uh, I got this. I, like Rambo. <laughs> I, I, I do very few things like Rambo, man. I wear very short shorts. Yeah, but he does wear a necklace of dicks. It's true. To be fair, they're minotaur. They're empowering. They give you plus fifteen MP. Yeah. Uh, no, oh, no, so no, I, no, it was plus ninety nine charisma. <laughs> Jackpot. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm running away again. I, uh, I have goals and aspirations of walking from Georgia to Maine this summer, so hopefully I get to do it. And, you know, I'm gonna have a good old time no matter what. Uh, I hope that everyone gets to have a great summer and all that shit. And, uh, yeah, I'm gonna post on the Facebook about what's happening to my life if you wanna get on the Facebook podcast, you know, uh, Pitim's podcast page and check it out. But, uh, Yes, I have a question. That. Um, yeah. In past year, Doug, it's kind of took a week off period, you know, when you uh, hit Pennsylvania. Are you planning on that this year? You well, I'm going to do a straight through. So I've, I've never, I've never hiked through Pennsylvania before. I always went home, uh, in the state of Pennsylvania. So yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to try and go through it. I, I don't know if I'm going to come home or not or whatever through there. I'm, realistically, I'm going to try and be going very fast through that section. Just like. Try to meet us someplace where you can be along the way. Uh, the closest <laughs> I could do is if you wanted to go to the Star City Games place, we could go. I could get there for a Friday Night Magic. Maybe Charlotte, but that's in two weeks, so you really have to. Yeah. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I could probably get to Charlotte this week. But yeah, you'd be hustling. Yeah, well, I mean, I'd do it. I'd do a lot. You wouldn't be one to play Magic by the time you got there. 
I mean, I would draft for sure. You know? I'll tell you what, man. You get uh, Hershey, let me know. I'll come out and I'll buy you your half gallon. Yeah, oh, that sounds great, man. We should just go to the Trogues Brewery instead. <laughs> the half gallon challenge. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'll crush it, and then we should get to, we should drink some beer. Um, speaking of the half gallon <laughs> challenge, do you want to explain what that is? Please? So yeah, it's a it's a fun thing that you get to do when you make it halfway to the trail. Uh, you go and you eat a half gallon of ice cream to show how badass you are. And uh, my I I did this in 2010. I ate it in 23 minutes. I chose Moose Tracks, my flavor. It was pretty great. My girlfriend Olivia at the time, she chose strawberry and she threw it all up, which was pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, that is awesome. The, <laughs> but second, I know her. the second time I tried to do it, I, I instead tried to maple syrup instead gave myself temporary diabetes. <laughs> it's pretty absurd. So it turns out a half gallon of like uh, orange starch Maple flavored cornstarch with that stuff. Anyway, it's like it's like twelve thousand calories. So my body, oh, you'll burn those off. I no, I, my body just couldn't process it. I drank like I don't know um, sixty ounces of syrup or so. I just like <laughs> fell over. <laughs> just anaphylactic shot. My my pancreas started hurting, and you know it was bad. But you thought that was a good idea. Well, well, all right. So it was a show of manliness, my friend. Dana, she chose to try and eat a half gallon of ketchup, and my buddy Jeremy, he drank a half gallon of chocolate milk, which, you know, I think is easy and actually enjoyable, whereas threw it up all over the, like, the outside of the sky's Toyota. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> I have done half gallons of chocolate milk. Um, it's fun. It gives me the shits. Yeah, it's good. But it, I have never thrown up a half gallon of milk, or a gallon of milk, but a half gallon of syrup? Um, oh, wow. I, I did not, not finish it. I'm, I'm glad you did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she would not exist. <laughs> He's like, how do I fight my Lyme disease? I know. <laughs> Let's get all hopped up on syrup. <laughs> I will never sleep again. <laughs> yeah. So, it, I mean, you know, like, I, I just, I have this, man, I have so much experience on this trail, and it's just, it's been so good to me. I'm, I'm very excited for who I'm going to meet, and man, I'm really hoping to meet a fucking, like, a hiker girl and impress her with how sweet I am this summer, which is not going to work. So, <laughs> show her your survival. Survival skills. And I have link. I have very few survival skills. I don't even carry a knife. Yeah, yeah he's not a survival. Dude, I can't even I can't even hang my food out of the reach of a bear ever. Well, well I was trying to make an innuendo here, kind of. Oh, well, I mean, I was just kinda, gonna I was kinda just kinda teach her how to go. You know, I don't know. I was gonna like roll over onto her sleeping mat at night. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you just sleep side by side, people, even if you don't know them. You know, it don't matter. Piles. I was scared. I thought I heard a bear. Yeah. No, I just, man, I feel <laughs> Or I thought I heard a swirl. Yeah. I'm scared. Man, fuck, I fucking have no idea. You guys make up early. Have yeah. you ever thought about maybe one year instead of doing the AP, doing like the North, uh, what is that called? The North Country Trail is yeah. pretty low on my list. My, my next goal is uh is New Zealand. That's my next thing. It's like it's even shorter than the AT. It's only fifteen hundred miles. But it's even man. Isn't I just, that the AT extension? No, no, it's in New Zealand. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of Newfoundland. Yeah, no, it uh so it goes from north to south on the island and it even goes through all six of the major cities, which is sweet as well. Uh so that's that's like man, hopefully that's winter of Sikkim. That's sweet. 
Ooh. Well, no, it's Southern Hemisphere. Sorry. I know, but that's... that's... No, no, but that's I'm crazy. thinking of the, the, the plane ticket. Yeah. Oh, you know, I mean, fuck it. I'll just, I'll, like, bang sheep or money when I'm over there or something. I'll get a job or something. <laughs> I'll figure it out. <laughs> First, you gotta get over there. And then, man, if I don't meet that sweet little fucking hiker chick on the trail, man, I'm sure that I'll meet some New England sheep farmer, like, with beautiful blonde hair and blue eyes and that cute little accent. I thought you was gonna say an aboriginal. <laughs> that's why you're down in no, I'm totally down. Yeah, that, <laughs> aboriginals are good, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can just, I mean, just don't fill me full of spears. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Let him do the spearing. <laughs> totally. <laughs> that was a good innuendo. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's uh, take another break, and we'll be back. Okay, everybody, it's that time again for me to talk about Titan Game Shop. This place is the place to go. They got your sealed product. They got your singles at good prices. They ship pretty much anywhere, you know, within, like, legal things. And they got a bunch of other things coming down the pipe that I need to tell you folks about. You like modern? Well, listen to all this modern stuff they got going on, right? First off, Modern Masters. We all know it's coming. They're going to have plenty of product. They're going to do a big release sealed event. Seems kind of fun to me. I mean, just come get the product. Also, they're going to have their own series that they're putting on. Okay? I mean, like, geez. The winners, the three winners, they're going to end up getting sponsored to go to GP Pittsburgh right around Thanksgiving. So, like, that's a pretty good prize. Also, on May 10th, they have a PPTQ Milwaukee. But to go along with it, it's also an SCGIQ and a 1K. That's right, $1,000 in prizes, an invitational qualifier, and a PPTQ, all wrapped up in the one. That's a hell of a tournament. Might want to travel for that one. Jeez, that's like kick ass. But anyway, check these guys out. That's TitanGameShop.com, T-A-I-T-A-N, GameShop.com, and also at TitanCards at gmail.com. Get a hold of them at either one of those places. You can also find them over on TCG Player. And remember, if you do decide to go there and order something, let them know that the Pit sent you. They want to hear it. We want you guys to say it. Helps everybody out. Remember to check his shop out. It's a good shop. I wouldn't put my name on it if I didn't believe it. So we're back again, and uh, we had a little bit of off, uh, off-show off banter, you know, saying about it and all that, which we'll do again probably because, I don't know, ha. we're all, like, lovey and stuff. Yeah. Not, I don't know. Anyway, um, we did decide, though, that I guess I'm going to lead the What's Up this week, so wow. I'll start. Angela, what Ooh, the fuck wow. is up? Um, Angela is reinvigorated. Yeah, you Ooh. sounded really, really energized this week. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, I sat there and I watched SCG, right? Which I watch all the great tours. I watch a decent amount of SCG. I'll watch, you know, a decent amount of the GPs when they're on, but, like, I've, I, it's been short of the pro tours, which I have to take notes the whole time, so it's not as enjoyable. I haven't just gotten to sit there and just watch Magic. So I sit down, and I'm like, I'm just going to watch this SCG event, I caught it in, like, round two. Dude, I watched literally every round after that. And, like, was invigorated to, you know, get into this. And just, like, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm pumped and playing standard here, you know. And it's just, it's kind of weird, like, because I'm not usually pumped about standard. And standard's pretty deep. Right? It is. Yeah. Like, that's the big thing. You're not seeing so much devotion anymore. There, there's no cobbler. There's no fucking uh, jund that just oppresses the whole fucking format where you're just like, fuck, I hate this. Yeah, it's a shuffle. Every week is red. So even the Sphinx's red air wasn't that bad. 
There were other towards days. Towards the end, it was bad. Towards the end, it got bad. It was like bad. Like, the verdict at times. It so. wasn't as bad as it was when, like, I got out of standard, because when I got out of standard, it was a John, 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 John. John was the first step. Cobblade oh was the second. Like, Cobblade was like, you gotta be fucking kidding. And I played Cobblade, but it was just like, this is fucking boring. I mean, yeah, yeah, to me, that was the, the fairy's mirror. Oh, man. That yeah. Was I ended up playing Cobblade all the time. It was like, who could keep a Jace on the table when no one's parents decided one? You know, like, did my baby Jace kill your big Jace? Yes. <laughs> it just, it, it got fucking oppressive. It is bad. Like, that's really what soured the standard. And I haven't laid in quite a while. And, you know, over the last couple of years of going over these lists and going over these tournaments every week. Yeah, I understand the theory crafting behind the game and everything, but I, I've just been seeing it get wider and more diverse. Yeah. Which is good. And it looks so healthy right now that I'm just so pumped. Formats aren't ever game. being, formats aren't ever being, quote unquote, solved. Yeah, they're not broke. Like, Mm-hmm. You know, it used to be like what a month, maybe two pro at most, and it's like not I mean, a pro yeah. tour, pro tour. <laughs> got broke every pro tour. I was like, got it. This oh is wow, they oh, found it. Oh, those guys are good. Uh, so it was like you know, like I'm I'm reinvigorated. Part of that is um, to kind of go along with it is like uh, next paycheck I'm paying for two uh, cons redemptions. Um, I have to purchase three cards to get two sets of cons, and I've gotten all my cards drafted. Um, I need two Anafenzas and a Sadisi. I might have a Sadisi. Okay. I can just give, so. That's fine. I'll have to check. So now my thing went from $13 to $10. <laughs> that helps. Uh, so, but yeah, I'm going to get those. Um, also, I think I'm just going to buy some sets of Favorge. I mean, I have one, I think. But Favorge Forge is online. It's like $47. It's cheap. It's cheap for all set of Magic cards. It's like Wood Elementals. Yeah, it's $47 for the complete set of Favorite Forge online, and then $25 for the processing and shipping fee. So it's like, for $75, I have a whole set of Favorite Forge. You're getting Ugin's Whisperwoods. Jeez. They're worth like, on, uh, in ca- on paper, the going price is like $177. And that, that, that's MTG Goldfish yesterday. Oh. And you can get two sets for the price of one that way? Yeah. And Jeez. still go buy dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And a good dinner. Not not like sit down at McDonald's dollar menu dinner. No, no, no. You can totally go to Ponderosa and get the fucking, the, uh, the buffet. That's a good dinner. <laughs> it is to me. And lots of calories. <laughs> dude, I love Ponderosa chicken wings. I always will love Ponderosa chicken wings and macaroni. Oh, dude. No. Even the halushki is banging. Man, I have not had halushki there. Oh, the halushki's good. I believe Just, it. It's a little bit of salt. It's all. Halushki's what's up. It is. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, so I got that going on. I got in a couple drafts this weekend at Dragon's. Just decent. I mean, one of them did not go so well. The other one was hilarious. It, I... It's like, I started out with, uh, I took a, a green card because it was the mythic, and I'm like, yeah, it's a mythic, I might as well grab it, because eventually I'm going to want to be... Was it the mana guy? Yeah. The shaman of the Yeah, I was not locking, you know. Like <laughs> I took the mythic. It wasn't like, I'm playing this, it was more, I'm just going to take this card because it's a mythic, and then, like, I started grabbing some red cards. So then I get, like, a eighth pick, uh, what was that, Sarkon's Roar or whatever? The deal Dragon five damage... No, deal five. Oh, Sarkon's Rage. Sarkon's Rage, yeah. So I get that, like, eighth pick, and I'm already taking kind of red, like, all the good red things, and I'm like, huh, okay, I guess I'm the red draft. And, like, I read my table perfectly. I was red, splash green, because I did get a few really good cards that were running. Um, Which, I mean, that seems to make sense, basically, now. Yeah, uh, dude, like, when I got the Fate Reforged, I watched, I picked a uh, Goblin Heel Cutter in a pack that had Goblin Heel Cutter, Bathe and Dragonfire. I take the heel cutter and then ninth pick is the Bayesian Dragonfire. Jesus. And I'm just like, <laughs> I am the red dragon. There's no way around it. And I, 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 I lost in the finals, but I, uh, get, split. I balled the three. 
I never split. Um, and game three, I got beat. Like, he got really big, really quick, and I went, um, yeah, Bathing Dragonfire doesn't kill that, like, 8-8 anymore. Um, so it was like I, I ended up just having issues, just big things I couldn't deal with. But I mean, it, it was just fun, you know, get in, grind some games, and just I don't know. I, I actually had a good week, like uh, driving around town over the weekend. Um, fucking the, uh, all the pear trees are in town. Yeah, the dogwoods have been in bloom also. And, I mean, what are those these other trees that have crazy, like, purplish pink petals that are very large? Uh, magnolias. Are those magnolias? Yes, yeah, are. like, everything is in it's spring, man, it's spring. Yeah, and it was a real sunny Sunday, and, like, oh. I'm just kind of driving around, I'm seeing all these trees with all these flowers, and I'm like, it's really pretty out right now. It's true. And it's true. just, I don't know, that, like, kind of put me in a good mood as well, and I don't know, dude, this past week has been pretty cool. Uh, I did heavy meta in the past week, which, like, I saved that show, by the way. <laughs> no, 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 legitimately uh, saved. Um, hum- humble bragging. Well, yes. Wait, I do nothing. <laughs> no, what happened was, like, we recorded a show, and at the beginning of the show, just from habit, I hit record. And I just mentioned to him, you know, hey, if you need a backup, I got My it. My sound is very bad right now. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I just, you were very spiky. I just okay. wanted to make sure it was okay. I, I, I thought it was just me. Okay. okay. Might have just been the call. I don't know. Anyway, but, um... Where was I? I didn't, uh, oh, heavy meta, yes. You saved the show. Yes, I saved the show. So I, I hit record because I just always do it at this point. I'm just used to it. And I get this text Thursday night. Dude, dude, me and Dave's is heavy. Me and Dave's uh, copy didn't work. And I'm like, okay. And Maddie was there. It's like, uh, all right, please send me yours. So I'm like, all right, fine. You know, good thing I, I did this backup because if not, you know, there wouldn't have been a show. So I was like, okay, cool. And I send it out to him and then that didn't. I'm like, all right, let me reformat it and send it to you again. So, like, I ran it through Audacity where I could resend it and, you know, made sure that it was sent as an MP3 through Audacity and what have you, and he gets it. He's like, it worked perfectly. That This is great. So, you know, the show did go up, which is good because it was me, Slick, Kevy, and then Dave, who uh, had no voice. So, basically, it was me, Kevy, Slick. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we were degenerates. I think we might have talked. We actually talked magic very, very much. Uh, Dave talked magic for about 10 minutes, and then he couldn't talk over it, and just came over for two hours. <laughs> it was fun. I also did a uh, Imp's Prison with Chewy, and I got that edited, put up. And that one was kind of serious, like, because we both have suffered depression over the past couple years. We had a deep talk about that. We also talked about, like, Daredevil and comic books and video games and things like that. But, um, that seemed to be a good episode. So, like, I've been up to a lot, like, working my ass off. Like, I'm working till dark some days, and then I come home, do shows. And, yeah, it's that season. Yeah, yeah. The one day last week, I worked at 8th. Jesus. That's fucking retarded. Right? That's I, so dumb. That's a 13 and a half hour day. That's fucking retarded. I cannot emphasize how dumb that is. It's a 13 and a half hour day for you, a 13 hour day for me. I get you guys, remember? That's nuts. I start at 6.30 because I go in and, you know, open everything up. That's why I'm usually like, gone as soon as you get there. Um, so, yeah. Um, that was a long day. And then I followed that up with, like, Mike, you alright? Yeah, I'm all right. Okay. Just it might kind of fell a little bit. It's oh, fine. Sh- it sounds good. like it. We can tell. <laughs> well, we're good. We're good. Aside from that, I, you know, I haven't been up to shit, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what do you want to, bro? Uh, 
a lot of work and a lot of smite. How about smite? Um, Smite's very cool. Uh, I just recently got the uh, alpha code for Xbox One for Smite. Mm. Been playing that a lot. Who uh, bought the god. Uh, I just bought the god pack, so I'm still trying to help a bunch of people out. But for now, it's Arachne as my assassin, as the jungler. Uh, Artemis as the hunter, and Poseidon as the mage. I'm still yeah, looking I'm, uh, at sorry, like still looking at trying out a guardian. Not sure who to pick, but. Uh, the ice dude, I think, is okay. He's pretty sweet. Yeah. He has tons of CC. Yeah, like, I mean, I've been, everyone uses him, so it's kind of one of the reasons why I want to try someone else. But at the same time, I do like the yeah. way he seems uh, to play. Loki. I was, Loki, Loki is an Loki is so good. But the best part about the uh, alpha uh, testers is you automatically get the free beta, and you automatically get the free access to the full game when it's done. Yeah, absolutely. So, me purchasing yeah, I mean, the God Pack now, I keep it forever. It was a free game uh, online. I didn't like. Well, I think it's a sweet game though. It's like so. Basically, it's a yeah, it's, it's a it's a MOBA. For those of you who haven't played it, it's one of those you know like five on five team fighting games. Legendary, yeah, it, except it's a God. first. It's it's a third person follow camera, so it's a lot more like visually comparison, yeah. like playing WoW or something like that. Uh, and just all gods from various mythologies: Greek, Roman, Norse, Hindu. Chinese and stuff. But yeah, and then this um, past week we're hold up. thirty. What's up? Well, um, is it bad that when you first said smite, I thought it meant like you're still like angry at the Rangers? <laughs> no, <laughs> I guess no, think of the game just like yeah, yeah, I can understand. That. <laughs> no, why would I be angry at the Rangers? I mean, to be fair, we did stay in it more than I was expecting. We, we played, lost we played good hockey off. in the game. Yeah, yeah we played solid played hockey. It's fair. <laughs> Our man, like <laughs> we had so many injuries, cannot. Did you hear about Hornets? It came out today during the end of season GM press conference. He played that entire series with a broken fucking rib. Wow. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm telling you what, man. Broke ribs. You can't breathe. Swedish. Draft Swedish. Besides Flurry, he was probably the best player on the team for the playoffs. Yeah, broken fucking rib. You know, Crosby yeah. played pretty well though too in the series. Like I, I think it's definitely time yeah. to try and get a value trade out of Gino. And uh, well, Malkin had a sprained ankle. Man, yeah. I get Malkin that, but he's the last you know. I just think it's and the ankle injury is a lot more relevant because skating. Breathing is a big deal. Like that's it's a huge. Yeah. Let me tell you about breathing too. What Horquist did is like, I mean, that dude's a banger yeah. too. It's a grinder. That he's like fighting for a net position all day. Just, just mm-hmm. all the man could ever want a man. That man. No. That and he's man. like, and he's like five ten. Or something. You know, he's like, he's like, not even huge. Right. Sort of player on ice cream. Smite, does, not spite. Oh, yeah. well, I thought you wanted to smite. Yes. Smite is pretty good. can just smite. <laughs> I, I mean, I kind of want to smite Johnson for not ever trying uh, Downey on the first two lines, but but that's end whatever. Hockey talk over here, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, until a big trade comes up, then we'll talk about it again. But until then, no, Smite, uh, Mova, not Spite. Pretty sweet, pretty sweet. Um, and then I've been working a lot. This past week I worked 36 hours and Ooh. on... That's well, a lot. And on stunt, and on, well, for, for there, if you're part time, they don't let you get over like 28 hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. For, That's for right. And on Sunday, I worked 10 and a half hours outside, loading, getting carts, doing everything. And the person who was supposed to quote unquote work with me was the person who hides and doesn't do his job at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was doing a job 10 and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah, those are everywhere. Just on, on our, bo- on one of our busiest days, but I got through it. Inspire them the bar to accomplish. 
Would you yeah, sing that? to them while you're doing it. No, man, I totally worry. What type of bard? Do you rap? Do you rhyme? No. You gotta specify what type of bard you are. I Can't orate. you say I'm a bard and I do I things? I orate. Things? I orate. You orate. Okay, so he plays the skin loot. <laughs> Dude, I definitely am a mean skin player for sure. Loot. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That went off yeah, track. Like Whoa, your Christmas is a roof. Uh, it's actually not that great. Yeah, it's awesome. Christmas should be a slow pass. Yeah, side. I know that, man. I get it. I didn't say it was the best part. But are you a good? But you play the skin with the best of them. I'm telling you, man. I just it's just it's just ranks. Yeah, plus, I take a yeah, lot of beats practice. and slutery. <laughs> Tons of practice. Whew, let me tell you, ranks <laughs> of skills. So I is that all you've been up to, Will? Uh, well, I mean, now that you ask that, no, I've uh, I've been trying to tidy all of my loose ends while doing work, a job that I accidentally got, which you know I enjoy for the most part. Loose ends are not good things to have. No, well, you know, so I'm like I'm trying to get my car super spec, uh, and really all I did on Sunday, which was my working on my car day, was open a can of worms. Very bad. <laughs> Turns out the corrosion is very real. Yeah. And uh, what just wanted to be a very simple brake job is from my brake caliper mounts up everything's new. <laughs> running fresh lines. Uh, no, no, no. Or, sorry, from my brake caliper mount down. No, my lines okay. are good. But so, oh. like, so my calipers, my caliper mounts, my brake pins, my rotors, and my pads are all Okay. You said up. I was like, oh, man, running yeah, lines no, no, sucks. No, dude, I, there's no fucking way I'm going to run lines to work this week and make it to work. Like, oh, man. Right. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, Jim. I got to do. I gotta put fucking brake lines in my car. Jesus. <laughs> he tell you to just drop off. Like, yeah. But, I uh, need you on that job. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be sweet to be that needed. No, I, uh, so I, I got to finish working on my car on Thursday, but like I did all of my, almost all of my last minute shopping on Saturday, my hike, I have like all of my hard gear except for one minor piece of, uh, plastic, which I'm probably going to have come past you to help me with, Roderick. Uh, I need okay. to get a patio door sealing kit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but uh, aside okay. from that, yeah, yeah. I'll be there but, tomorrow. Yeah. Step on I need, down. I, okay, I'll try and do that. I uh, Yeah, I have a you know, need for a plastic sheet to lay my body on. But aside from that, I uh, man, I got my pack ready, and I just like, I have one more day of work right now, and then I have the hike, which is, you know, I try real hard to not get excited about it until it happens, but now I finally get to do that. It's just like, oh man, I cannot fucking wait. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna be an animal again, and that's. Oh, that's something I do. It's different. <laughs> oh yeah, what's your new standard deck? Uh, green white aggro. It's not quite the same as actually. Uh, I mean, it's it's like the companies in the sideboard. Uh, yeah, Brian Killer posted a list or an article last week on SCG, and it had uh, an Johnny Steadfast in the main, some Citadel Siege, some Wingmate Rocks. So uh, I picked it up. Watch out with yeah. that Steadfast. I actually I chose not to do the Steadfast. <laughs> I chose not to do the Steadfast. I actually chose to do a main deck. Uh, myth or uh, crap. That's a good call. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so, crap, well, crap is, crap is yeah, good. Master the uh, that one. Oh, that's a fine one. Yeah, yeah. Are you flying down, or are you gonna drive no, down? No, I'm, uh, I'm gonna drive down with my roommate, Mike, who I haven't, you know, we'll get to that, but, um, he, uh, he took a day off work, and he's gonna drive my car back. We're gonna party on Springer Mountain, uh, this Sunday night. Okay, uh, I was wondering how you get car back. Yeah, well, basically, I know how to drive up to the top of the mountain now. Uh, like, I just know how to get there. <laughs> so, um, we're gonna, it's like a mile hike in to the, to the very starting point. So, like, we're gonna, you know, hike in there with a bottle of tequila and a bunch of food and, uh, 
have a real good night and he took the day off work. He's going to drive my car back and he's going to be in proprietary care of my car this summer, which is a lot of the reason why I want to have make sure it's in tip-top condition. And, uh, yeah, you know, like, I have a competent group of roommates that take care of my house this summer, which is very different than last summer, which is very good. <laughs> yeah, last summer was awkward. Dude, I just ended up eating, like, two grand. It was terrible. Um, but, uh, you know, just, like, everything's everything's coming together now. I, everything, you know, now all I have to do is walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be sweet. So, you know, that's basically what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, man, my mom had surgery this week. That was a big deal in my Ooh. life. I got so... Uh, I guess she had, I'm, I'm not quite sure because I didn't talk to doctors, but she either had polyps or tumors that were on the intersection between, like, it's the, where the bottom of your stomach and your pancreas and the top of your small intestine meet. This, this is where her problem area was, where luckily this fucking UPMC we got here, man, we fucking cut her <laughs> open and we spliced that fucking bitch back together and, uh, not the, the, the intersection bitch, not my mom and all nice lady. And, uh, let's say. Yeah, no, for real. Um, so yeah, I like, I took her up there on Friday and, uh, hung out for a little bit and then on Saturday I went back in and she had like all these tubes and shit and she's just like she's just clicking the button I was there for about an hour and she must have clicked the button like 20 times and right and it only works like once every hour I'm like I'm like ma what you got in there she's like morphine it just doesn't want to work I'm like I know <laughs> they just don't give you enough like we as a as a bloodline have a resistance to it it turns out so you know but it was weird tube in her nose and all that shit and all the fucking everything but I, I didn't talk to her today but as of yesterday she was still in the hospital but everything is like totally good everything's super super fine which is great that's awesome, that's awesome. But, uh, yeah yeah I'm, I'm glad for it so um but yeah that's like that's you know, one that's, less thing you gotta think about while you're gone yeah yeah hopefully i'm gonna you know go over you know i i, I have to have to have my stepfather help me with my car because i can't take the caliber mount bolts off myself i'm not strong enough and not tooled enough, so he's gonna he's gonna help me out with it. So I'll get to see her then. Cool. That, that'll tidy everything up real nice and well. And then just like like a day and a half of drunkenness with you know all the appropriate peoples, and off we go. <laughs> right. What time are you? When are you leaving? I'm leaving on Saturday. So Saturday early? No, like Saturday, like Sunday at like 2 a.m. Okay. Yeah, my uh, so so Mike, my roommate, he gets out of work at, at one or two because he closes Applebee's, and I'm gonna make him like a nest in the back of my car, and I'm just gonna drive down there, and uh, that way he can kind of be ready for the drive on Monday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, good luck, Dad. Um, Thank you. I mean, I'm gonna have fun. I know safe. That. That, that's really awesome. man. Fuck like all that safe. noise. No way, dude. Being safe is for the real world. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to take risks, go fast, and have fun. <laughs> okay, don't fall off the side of the mountain. Yeah, definitely I'm not going to do that. Okay, I, yeah. I, I mean, I have no... Dude, I'm... Well, well, there's one thing you don't have to worry about down there, and that's ethics of magic ways. Right. No, I, I sincerely think that I will find people to play magic with, and I will definitely have updates about <laughs> magic laid with, with pre, uh, pre-constructed acts this summer. That's awesome. Will, yeah. I, I see you going, if you do the New Zealand trip, finding an aborigine and teaching them to play magic. Yeah, I and bet then, I... Next, I mean, then there will be a pro tour in New Zealand, and then they'll show up and everyone will be so confused and scared. Man. And you'll be their new tribe leader. You know what? It wouldn't be a bad idea. I mean, I could just a thought. Like, you could go grab, like, Hero versus Elspeth. 
Yeah, I mean, totally. Like, all it takes is a Walmart, right? That's and, it. And I'm going to come into Walmarts a bunch. Like, I, I know where at least 10 Walmarts are right now. So, I mean, like, not in the whole world, but along the trail. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, I, I've been to ten Walmarts, man. I, I know where that one out in Russia is. But, uh, yeah, no, and, like, I, I've, I played Magic with people every year on trails. So I mean, for sure. That, that is fucking sweet. Um, uh, let's move to shout-outs. Uh, first off, shout-out to you, sir. Oh, uh, thank you for coming yes. back for this recent run so of about 40. Wow, really? Um, you came back. I want to say we're on 117. I want to say you came back around 75, 80. Oh. So you've been here at least 30. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, so, you know, thank you for that. I uh, appreciate it very much. Um, also need to give a shout out to the crazy old dude who, uh, whose ball field I'm currently repairing because he gave me Vicodins as a tip. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, NSA. <laughs> he was like, man, that looks like it'll beat your back up. You need to take some of these. I'm like, what are these? Like, those are Vicodin 10s. Those are Big ones. I'm like, okay. Holy, that's a good one. No, that's a good one. <laughs> he's like, yeah, one of those in half, man. Yeah, he's like, don't go driving on those. And <laughs> like, I know, I know. All you want to do is take both of them, drink a six pack beer, and then veg out in front of the TV. He's like, well, I guess if you want to have a real good time. <laughs> yeah, it's time, right? <laughs> so, like, the dude was awesome. Um, I also need to give a shout out to, uh, Slit Jagger, to, uh, Raging Gumby and to Kevin Metal for having me on Heavy Metal. Uh, I had a good time that way. We just, we didn't talk about magic. We just fucking cut up for three hours. Wonderful. Um, and also need to give a big shout out to Mr. Chewy, Jason Chewy Slate. Ooh, I just put it out there, fucker. Sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to give a big shout out to him for coming on and being so candid, so honest. It's actually the longest in-prison I've ever done. I've always kept him real tidy in an hour. But the conversation we was doing, like, I, it went almost two hours. That's awesome. Uh, because I, I felt like there was no proper point to cut it off. It really easily could have been two shows. Show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to give a shout out to all those people. Um, because, you know, they have influenced my life in a better way this past week. So, yeah. Will. Wait, no, not you. Mike, you have any shout-outs? Uh, yeah, I'll give a shout-out to both of you for actually trying to get me to the point where I... Well, well, when Will leaves next week, I can do this without looking like an ass. Well, sounding. Sounding. Like yeah, got it. Yeah. You don't really get to see my face. Yeah. So. That in fact looks like an ass. It's true. Uh, Mike is I am not our face. Yeah, he's concave in the middle. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Snooted. That is not true. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, well, uh, prominent four teeth <laughs> in, a, in an immense. I'm, I'm glad you gave me. Four. I'm glad you gave me four. Oh, <laughs> well, we'll be safe down there. Have fun. Yeah, for let sure. us know all about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely gonna try. No doubt. And then shout out to High Road Studio for making an awesome MOBA game now available on console. Yeah, Smite's pretty sweet. I, I think it actually branches really well into console. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels like the way it plays feels so natural yeah, like it was made console. Controller, sure. Well. Yeah, well, I mean, I definitely want to give a shout out to Angelo, the master fucking named Gonsolo himself. Like this guy, he's a good dude. You should definitely hey. continue to listen to his podcast. <laughs> like, yeah, don't don't undersell it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, come on. he got me this surprise job. <laughs> awesome, dude. It was it was mulch party. Like, yeah, no, it, it, mulch party. And, I, and I've mulched every day. You have like, like every workday. Like I've definitely mulched every day, which is cool because I man, I I have only minded being at work one day the whole time and that's it, it's been kind of weird to two me. days because one day was one day was weather related yeah, it's been kind of weird because like in past years when i've gotten work we've worked together yeah it's true i i, I haven't worked with you at all you've been here for three days we worked a half a day together yeah right <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, I mean, it's it's kind of funny, though, because I've, I've kind of been, like, babysitting the other crew. It's weird. But, like, definitely shout-out to my work crew. Like, shout-out to fucking Brandon and Timmy and Dylan. Like, those guys have definitely been a, a pleasure to work with. I know that they don't listen and they don't care, but Dylan wore a bit-in shirt today. Yeah, I know. Sweet. I remember Ooh. him buying it off. Yeah, yeah, he paid full price. One of the first generations. Yeah, it does. So it's super sweet. Um yeah, he wore it on recording day. I think he even knew about it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he planned it. So, um, shout out to my roommate, MV, man, Mike Vade, like, killing it in life uh, as a dude, driving me down to Georgia. You know, he, uh, he, uh, had a perfect pong game today. He went 12 0, which is the second recorded perfect pong game. Yeah. And the thing is, our pong is real pong. Fucking paddles, man. Dude, paddles. it's shit, dude. Like, yeah. When I tell people about that, they look at me so confused. Yeah, like, how the fuck are you supposed to hit it at the cup? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a skill. So super impressive, man. We got to spray paint the basement again, which was sweet, and uh, made this next game more fun. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Broderick, man. Fucking, I feel Thank like you. the big season feel, Phil. I feel like you're ready for him. You know, uh, it's gonna be awesome. the sauce. Yeah, man. Fun. Shout out to our tough socks. Those things are comfortable. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, um, I, I would like to give a shout out to the posse members and specifically, I'm very bad with names, but like the posse members who reached out to me, uh, over this past year when I was having tough times, like definitely Colton Delaney, you're the man. Um, but I know you're not the only one. I'm just again, bad with names. So, uh, looking very forward to a great summer, uh, of frolic and mischief. <laughs> shout out to the trail gods. May they be benevolent to me. See, you are a satyr. Oh, man, you know, I am, but I'm like a chaotic good stater for sure. So, you know. That's fine. Uh, I mean, like, I definitely leave the Rebels before sunset. I know it's awkward. Okay. I just go drink in my you, own you one of those guys who wants to make sure you're, no, you you're just home pass safe. Out. <laughs> yeah, you definitely pass out real early. We, we need somebody to uh, go ahead put your arm, put your Superman picture from the top of Mount Kahaha on top of a void stater part. It'll be so sweet. It'll mm. <laughs> be it, man. It's me. <laughs> so, so yeah. uh, Will, if anybody wanted to get a hold of you, how the fuck would they do that? Well, especially now, carrier pigeon. As as is always, the easiest way to get a hold of me is I have the internet. Uh, I live in the new millennium, so I can find the internet even when I am homeless. Uh, I actively every day of my life, I swear to God, I check every post on the Pinnum's Facebook page, um, and uh, you know, so I'm on there a lot. You can find it too. You should. You should be our friend on there because we're awesome people and you're listening to us now <laughs> um, but like if you wanted to for instance look at my hiking pictures or whatever facebook.com slash bad dinner it's like a like a thing you eat for supper that's not good bad dinner uh, yeah, I mean, it's cool. You know, I'm gonna do this thing. I actively have ambitions to post a pack list on the, uh, on the page this week. I'll, a deck list style to let you know what a retard I am for living in the woods. So. <laughs> I'm gonna do the full, like, one of this. Yeah, no, this. that's, that's exactly it. Yeah, that's, ex- that's exactly what it's gonna be, and it's gonna be surprising. come up with a clever name, and it can't be just hack list. Clever deck name. No, it's definitely gonna be pack list. No, sure. uh, it's gonna be packlist.deck. <laughs> <laughs> Good name. <laughs> so, Mike, how can you get a hold of you, brother? Uh, they can get a hold of me on that same, uh, Pittance Facebook page. They can get a hold of me on the face, on the Pittance, uh, MTGO clan on MTGO. My MTGO name is MTGXMike. And on Twitter, at Huntmaster underscore Mike. And, as a special one, if you do have Smite or just want to play Xbox One yep. in general, add me on Xbox. Uh, my gamer tag it is Citizen Letter X Soldier with the E's as threes. 
Okay. Yeah. Citizen X Soldier, except the E's are threes. Yeah. yeah. Xbox. Like like the Fall Out Boy, like that one song, Citizen Soldier. You know, like that easy way to remember it. Dude, we're old. <laughs> no, this this is maybe. Well, then again, it's probably. Man, I know. Years old. I know. I technically oh. am, but I I just, I don't identify with millennials. <laughs> Ooh, that sounded like a bottle. That sounded like a beer bottle. It was not a beer bottle. Yeah, it sounded like a glass I was intending to fill up with alcohol after the show. Oops. Should have filled it up before the show. No, nope, because then that would be on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to get a hold of me, you can hold me at Golf on Twitter. That's G-A-N-K-S-U-O-U. Same thing on Magic Online, where if you wanted to join our clan, all you would have to do is send me a message at Golf and I would put you in the clan. Just this week, we have, I think, 15 or 14 members, something like that. And we, I have, I actually, in my draft, uh, pushed us across the 500 pack threshold. I think that's pretty good for that, that, that few players and so far them actually play all the time. He's just fucking up my contact. Sound quality. <laughs> I just want to make you How are you Sound here? quality mic. Wow. The mic is muted. How is it coming across? Because <laughs> it's you did not hit the mute. <laughs> I did. You I did. know I did. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Mike is drunk. Nice. <laughs> I'm drunk, too. And so, uh, oh, also, you can find me every few weeks on the prison. I got, like, three left of those before I shut it down for the season. And if you want to send me something a little long for them, you can get a hold of me at pinhandpodcast at gmail.com. So next week, it's going to be just me and Mike. Uh, we're going to try this experiment without Will to hold him up all the show. Um, you got this. You got this. I, I think you got this. So, yeah. Just push me down the biggest hill without hearing like, It's just, you're, you're like a little baby bird. And, oh, and it's a good I, thing, it's a good thing that we live on the top of the cliff because when I push you out of the nest, I got you have that much more fly. chance to get to learn how to fly. All right. Got it. So we're going to go over to Grampy's uh, Sao Paulo, which is going to be uh, standard, and also Grand Prix Toronto, which will be standard. But until next week, or in Will's case, like a long fucking time. Oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be a while, guys, so fuck it all. Well, it's cock or nothing all day and day. <laughs> Have a good one, and go fuck yourself.